So I think something that's important for women especially is to adopt this attitude of curiosity rather than hate or shame or distrust in the body. It's like, no homegirl, your body is infinitely wise and that's why you have stored fat. You don't have to go straight from, I hate my body, I hate my fat, to, oh, I love my body, I love this excess fat that I have. But that middle ground can be curiosity and that's where magic can happen. This is The Medicine Podcast. I am Mimi, mushroom queen, AHCC educator, and culinary nutrition expert. I am quite obsessed with providing the unique knowledge for those that want to prevent disease in their body, in their mind, and in their relationships. If that's you, then you are in the exact right place, my love. Let's go take the medicine. Hello, hello, my dear ones. I am so happy you're joining Chase and I under the red hat today. We have a great topic and great conversation to share with you. So if this is your first time listening to the Medicine Podcast or an under the red hat episode, um, I'm just going to fill you in a little bit. Chase and I were childhood sweethearts. We were married pretty young and then, you know, total we were together for 10 years and married for three of those years. Well, we actually separated and divorced in our mid-20s and spent three years apart. During this time, we both hit rock bottoms separately, but kind of at the same time. And coming out of those mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual rock bottoms was a super slow journey, but we knew we had to make very real and significant changes in our lives if we ever wanted to be completely happy. And long story short, a lot of those changes actually led us back together and we are living out this part two, as we call it, discovering each other and the universe um, with all of you. And uh, so today we are sharing some of our biggest blunders as it relates to our physical health and how we have evolved and grown in our thinking related to these topics. So we talk about organic versus inorganic, how and why fat gets stored in the body, how our fat actually protects us, how relying on apps and scales to measure progress can actually hurt us. Uh, we talk about how working out harder and longer doesn't always lead to a healthier body. We are living proof of that. And we talk about so much more. This is a really deep dive into our thought processes over the years and how much they have changed and grown. I say this in the episode, but I just want to remind you that if there's something that we talk about in this conversation that hits home with you right now, and it's something that you are currently dealing with in your health journey, and you know we talk about it as if we've gotten past it i don't want you to feel discouraged or like you're behind in some way you are exactly where you need to be in your journey we are simply sharing a bit of our personal journeys and how we have evolved in our thinking as we both move towards a more holistic balanced and intuitive approach to health but it is a journey my friend so whatever lands with you today, great. Take that into your life and into your day and do something with it if you want. But if it doesn't land with you yet, or we're talking about something that just doesn't make sense or doesn't seem important, you're not there yet in your journey, don't worry about it. Where you are is absolutely perfect. And if you like this conversation, hit that little arrow button and send to your health bestie so we can spread more good, good information and help people prevent disease in their body, mind, and relationships. All right. All right. Enjoy my loves. Hello, you beautiful creature sitting across from me. <laughs> wow. I get more excited for what I'm going to be introed with. Um, that's how I am when we go out to coffee. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> when we go up to order, I love it. Chase will always go first and be like, oh, take a small black coffee and whatever this beautiful love of my life of light would like. <laughs> I do. I try to get more and more creative. Yeah. Queen is often used. Yeah, um, beautiful love. Light worker. <laughs> 
never said that. Yeah. <laughs> you never said Absolutely. What if this beautiful light that makes it sound like you're like at an appointment with like your therap like your light worker therapist. My light worker therapist. No, <laughs> you're my light worker therapist. You are working light inside of you. You are one of the chosen few who will lead us into this unknown future of dark I don't <laughs> wow. know. I'm, I'm, I'm it sounds like you're reading like a terminator plot synopsis yeah, yeah man i'm staring at this smoky quartz um that we have sitting on our podcasting station here and i'm feeling all the vibes mm. something that i'm loving that that people listeners and uh you know fellows fellows <laughs> fellow people in the space are doing is they're they're gifting us and or introducing us to really cool products and um, modalities. And this is what I'm really excited about. But we are contemplating, talking about these things that we get from others, um, adding them to our medicine cabinet, if you will, mm-hmm. and trying them on, you and I, and either giving them uh, feedback or giving them love or shouting them on the podcast it's something that is becoming very, very fun for me. So all you wonderful, beautiful listeners, if there's a product or something cool you're thinking of, um, let us know. Uh, we'd love to try it on. We'd love to run it through the medicine cabinet and see how it behaves. Um, but it's kind of fun. And and Crystals is a new addition to our life after having Craig on. Mm-hmm. Um, that has been one of those things that is just really, really fun and part of the medicine cabinet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We always talk about the medicine cabinet kind of just internally, like, oh yeah, add it to the medicine cabinet. We kind of just joke about it, but I really think that it should be an actual thing mm-hmm. that we talk about with people. And we've talked about different ways that we can kind of introduce it and, and, oh yeah, we'll add it to the medicine, medicine cabinet. Now that being said, like we might be open to trying a bunch of different things and they might have their time in the medicine cabinet that doesn't mean that they're going to stay there depending on efficacy and how we like it and quality and all of that i'll I'll try pretty much anything um but yeah will it actually take up a shelf in the medicine cabinet time will tell (laughs) we shall see we shall see tbd on the medicine cabinet the mc (laughs) <laughs> god i love you what my beautiful love my beautiful light work <laughs> well, i do not i gotta be i gotta be honest i don't know if i like that one i like light worker but i i don't know if it really like does it make sense yeah you shine your love light into this world of potential darkness at the minimum fog you know there's some mm-hmm. fog going on so yeah no i like the term i'm just wondering if if i'm your light worker you know oh, i i see what you mean by the therapist comment now yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're a light worker um <laughs> maybe not mine you're more of my like personal light thanks yeah i'll take that uh what do you got going on in your cup <laughs> okay i have true to our body 2021 that's the body intuition invitation 2021 um i vowed for at least 30 days every afternoon i would have a organifi red juice so i sometimes like to have this you know as a little pick me up in my afternoon um when i need a little break from work i sit out on our deck and get a little five minute sunshine break and sip on my red juice it's packed with beets and berries and cordyceps um all these amazing things and actually i put a few squirts of the bioactive carbon minerals Mm. that we enjoy every day and that's 69 different plant-derived minerals and 12 different amino acids all in a blend of fulvic acid which is just incredible for the body so um, I am feasting on that and uh, just loving it. I, I I like having this before my workouts, but I also like having it in the afternoon as just a little like pick me up where maybe someone would grab like a, oh, I need a latte or an iced coffee or something to like almost like get you through the yeah. afternoon. Um, I don't really look at it that way. It's more of like adding to my afternoon. Mm-hmm. Um, and gives me an excuse to go outside and get some sunshine on my face. Um, but if somebody was looking for like a way to kind of wean off of those stimulants in the afternoon, red juice is an incredible way to do that. And that's 
in large part to just the natural antioxidants and the beets and um, the cordyceps is going to give you kind of more sustained natural energy throughout your day. Yeah, I've similarly been using it as a part of our body 2021 uh, and I use it in the morning before exercise. I have a history of stimulant um, caffeine-based pre-workouts and red juice was actually a savior for me about two or three years ago getting off of those things mm-hmm. um i so so when i i work out in the morning usually and, and if i was to do it in the afternoon i would similarly take red juice beforehand but man very noticeable <laughs> very easy to transition off of those what seem like must have pre-workout supplements when you once you get hooked on them um, it's a great transition to something that is not only um, healthier but like so much more sustainable and it's delicious it's tasty also adult tip if you know you're gonna have sexy time mm. drink this 30 minutes yep. before just yep. saying it is a bonus <laughs> what about you what do you have in your cup over there my beautiful shaman <laughs> <laughs> in my cup is the one and only Organify green juice. I actually got a couple scoops in this thing. I saw that. That was hefty. I put two scoops of Organify green in about 16 ounces of water. Um, I like it really, really thick. And I like it ice cold because there is mint in Organify green juice that is heightened when the water is extra cold. I also sprinkle a little Himalayan salt on top as well. I saw that. Um, one, speaking of minerals, uh, great mineral. Uh, at the same time, I put salt on everything, and I love it. <laughs> so um, that is what I do. You know, the thing I love about green juice, especially during this uh, time in my life when, when work is very busy and has the potential for adding stress into my life, I take one of the greatest adaptogens, uh, ashwagandha, through my green juice consumption. Mm-hmm. Um, one of our superfoods at Organifi that is in um, our Organifi green juice is ashwagandha. And that is a cortisol-regulating adaptogen, which for me, when my cortisol, my stress hormone, is um, a little more present and active in my body, I prefer to regulate that with ashwagandha. And why not do it in a beautiful, green, delicious uh, Organifi green juice? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. We all need more stress relievers in our life, whether that be just nature or sunshine or walking or connecting with others, relationships. Um, but also, yeah, um, get it through your, your foods too. Why yeah. not? Much love to Organifi as always. If you've never tried Organifi, one, you should. <laughs> Two, um, we're using it as the primary body 2021 um, supplement for our kind of like new year protocol that we're taking on. And it's something that's not just going to be a January instance. We're going to be doing this pretty much the entire year. So it's not too late. Jump on uh, getting some Organifi. We've done it through the use of the Sunrise to Sunset bundle. Uh, Check it out on Organifi's website. Use the code Mimi for a discount. Mimi Fit. Mimi Fit. Yeah, Mimi (laughs) Fit. And uh, let us know what you guys think because... Uh, we're getting some great feedback, you know, two weeks into this thing already. Yeah. And uh, big shout out to our homies, Emily and Wade. Mm. They um, they've been doing the body 2021 and, and she always talks to me on Instagram and, and tags me in all the things. And I just love her to death. And <clears throat> uh, they do it at night. So they record their answers for the day, you know, assessing how am I feeling in my body, in my mind and in my relationships they do it together as a couple, like at the that. end of the night. And I'm just like, you guys are like inspiring us, yeah. you know, cause I do mine in the morning and I kind of think back on the previous day and then what I want for my day and everything. But I love that they're using it as like part of their relationship and, um, checking in with each other. And she said they have a, you know, a, a ton of really great things coming up for them in, in dialogue and in journaling. And I just, I mean, that's the whole, like, that's the whole intention behind yep. it. Yep. Yeah. Ah, much love. So good. Well, I am stoked to jump into what we got today. Yeah, it's going to um, begin. We've been talking about this one for a while. Yeah, and I think it's one that we could probably go on forever about. Mm-hmm. But 
really picking a few of them specifically, some even pretty recent, like we often talk about our kind of health hell holes that we've been yeah. in in the past, but that doesn't mean to say we're not better known as health holes. <laughs> health holes. <laughs> I like a good health hole. Um, that's not to say we're not consistently realizing that there are things that need to be changed and adapted yeah. in our own healthy lifestyles. Um, and some of these are recent, some of these are old, but some of these are recent and they're all under kind of the umbrella of our biggest health fuck ups. Boom. <laughs> biggest health fuck ups. Uh, we're not going to say the F word too many times here, no. but, uh, for the purposes of this discussion, these were things we kind of fucked up and yeah. it wasn't totally our fault. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of like mainstream narrative diet culture yeah. and just social media and you know, people in your life that mean well, they could be friends or family members where they mean well, but they're giving, you know, bad or wrong information. Like, oh my gosh, I heard this. Did you hear this? And yeah. then you kind of think like, oh, maybe I, maybe I should start that diet. Oh my gosh, keto worked for my friend, Samantha. Maybe it'll work for me right. or whatever. Fill in the blank. I'm not hating on keto at all, but um, my point is that we can kind of just acquire information from all different sources, which is good, right? You don't want to just be getting it from one source, but sometimes that can be overwhelming. And um, if you're not doing it with the right intentions, uh, I think that you can kind of get lost in what what actually works for you. It, it, it's so much of its programming. And it's a lot of these, I bet if you reflected and meditated on them, they would be the first time that you were introduced to the topic. So if this topic is diet or health, the first way you're introduced to it is by a scale and by, uh, you know, or maybe it's like, oh, vegetarian is healthy only. Like that's your programming that you're sort of having to fight. And so a lot of these are just like stories that you have potentially told yourself or been told that you just sort of like can't silence and thus screw up your health. Mm -hmm. And um, these are very personal ones for yeah. us. Like each one of these uh, that we're going to talk about today, we've struggled with in our life too. So we are, this is coming straight from personal experience, all of these. Yeah. Yeah. So you want to jump into it? Yeah. So the right. first one I got. Give it to me. And I want to hear what this means to you. Okay. Is it's not organic, but it won't make me fat. <laughs> yeah. I can't help but chuckle now when I hear that. Um, yeah, this is, I think, a common misconception when you talk about organic versus inorganic, non-GMO. There's so many like labels and badges. It can definitely get confusing. So I do give that to people where if you don't know that you don't know, then, you know, you're kind of just like blissfully ignorant. But then once you start to learn like the difference between like, oh, there's chemicals on foods. Oh, okay. So maybe I should get the one with fewer chemicals that's good, but you know, it's like, ugh, it's like 30 cents more. I'm just going to go for the conventional. I've definitely been there. Um, when I was living on my own, when we were separated, I was, you know, not, I was buying all my own groceries, but I wasn't like to the T making sure that everything I bought, especially meat, especially meat, um, like veggies, I would, I would go for organic, but meat, I didn't really, um, I didn't go all out on making sure yeah. that it was organic. Um, if it was like, sometimes it can be close to double the price in certain stores. And for some people, I know that's a huge drawback to buying completely organic. Um, for me, uh, yeah, I, I would say that was a little bit of it, but it was more just like, I think a little bit of like, I was a little conceited in that, well, yeah, it's not organic, but I work out really hard or I eat a really like clean diet. So like, it's not going to, it's not going to hurt me that much. It's not going to, it's not going to be a detriment to my health that much because I'm overall really healthy. Totally. I have told myself this so much and even of late, like if I looked six months ago, um, how I eat now is, is even quite different than what it did six months ago. Um, because of this very reason. Oftentimes, like you said, it's a financial piece. Organic food is a little more pricey. Sometimes it's the store and the location that you're at. There just isn't organic. Yeah. Um, and so for me, I was I was kind of unaware. You know, you, we talk about toxicity, toxins, chemicals that are in these foods. Um, I would go, okay, well, that's going to cause me cancer. 
if I have too much of it, but it's not going to make me fat. Mm-hmm. I'm actually, if I, if I flip the organic chicken and the non-organic chicken around and look at the nutrition label, it's going to give me, let's say 175 calories, 25 grams of protein, 5% fat, very low carbohydrates. I'm talking macros and I'm talking calories. Mm-hmm. To me, the thing that I told myself was, you know, I'm going to work on like cancer is kind of a, and, and, and like disease is a long-term thing for tonight. I'm just going to get the cheap chicken breast or I'm going to get the chicken breast. It's literally the same. It's not going to make me fat. And w- that's more of this story that I was telling myself. I, I had this very high level idea that non-organic wasn't great for me, but I thought of it more of this, like, I'm going to get like a gross disease, but I'm not going to be obese mm-hmm. uh, or I'm not going to be able to like, I'm not going to lose my, my six pack or my ability to work out in the gym or just like feel decent in life. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which we're going to explain. We're going to talk yeah. about the, I would say the fallacy in our thinking and our prior thinking. Right. And so, so with that, you know, the, the realization for me and where this was wrong I guess one is just starting with, man, what goes into these non-organic food sources? Mm -hmm. This is farm uh, products. This is processed food products. There are over 10,000. I saw this stat. um, There are over 10,000 different kinds of food additives that are like allowed to, from a regulatory standpoint, get put into our food products. Crazy. It's wild. That is that is non-food based 10, additives that are chemicals. I can't even like think of like ten thousand things. Similarly, <laughs> yeah, I, I I challenge you to make a list of ten thousand things and get back to me. I'm just like, uh, is there anything that I could name ten thousand? No. I, I another thing that blew my mind was similarly. I think it's like over fourteen pounds a year human beings consume in chemical food Oh, that's food so additives. gnarly. That is so gnarly. And all, obviously all of these are filled with toxicity. This is just in food form. Think about the fact that we're getting um, chemicals in our cleaning supplies. Uh, there air sm- pollution. Air pollution, smog, um, even... Makeup, skincare, we, lotion. We, we've talked about in the past, and we've had guests on in the past, on what is done to farms, both on fields... Uh, sprays, mm-hmm. pesticides, herbicides, as, Glyphosate. W- as well as what these animals uh, are eating. Mm-hmm. You know, there's plastics and um, toxins that are put into the food that are GMO corn. GMO corn that, that that is getting consumed by these animals that we're then purchasing over the store. So it's the equivalent of, and this is, this is really gross. So I apologize. Sorry, not sorry. It's the equivalent, like the, the conventionally farmed animals are the equivalent, like that their health status is the equivalent of, uh, <laughs> sounds so gross, but like someone who is dying in a hospital, Yeah, that's the equivalent of the health status of the food, chickens, pork, beef, whatever that, that we're choosing to eat. Like they would be in a hospital if they mm-hmm. were a human. Yeah. Like bedridden. Totally. But they're animals. They have short lives. They're bred to be killed, basically. And, and this is no this is no hate on meat. <clears throat> we no. We love like regenerative farming practices and everything like that. I'm we're not hating on the on the actual meat, but it's the conventionally farmed practices that I, I'm and, like. And so that's the thing that really changed my mindset on this. Um, talking to people like Autumn Smith from Paleo Valley, um, Zach Bush, MD. Mm-hmm. Uh, talking to people like, you know, the great Paul Check, who is such a teacher uh, for me specifically, is what our bodies do with that toxicity mm-hmm. and how that works. And I'm going to just bro it up right now, everybody. I so love it. so Go for it. put your seatbelt on. <laughs> <laughs> um, when you put something toxic in your body through the form of food, your body it processes it through the liver, not unlike a lot of things. You know, you hear alcohol, which is a toxin, gets processed through the liver. Well, if you do this enough, your your liver's completely overwhelmed. And instead of passing it through your urine, which is kind of like the normal function of your liver filtering your body, it's over completely overblown and will put it back into your body to circulate. When it does that, I'm sure many know that 
fat in the body is actually used uh, for, a, for a protective measure around a lot of these toxins. See, I don't think many people do know that. Well, and, and, and that's the, I think, yeah, maybe that's one of the things that, that is helpful to know is like your body will actually use fat to protect itself from these toxic, mm-hmm. most of which are acidic um, chemicals. And so the fat will actually uh, surround these these toxins in, in the form of like a fat cell, uh, which just continues to increase in your body because these, these toxins are actually acidic to the point that they eat through the fat that your body is trying to like compartment them in. Um, and they, so, so fat continually gets stored for the purposes of like housing these toxins, yeah, making it significantly more difficult to burn if you're trying to right. lose. I would say almost impossible. Almost impossible because these things like essentially yeah. don't have anywhere to go. Well, because if your your body recognizes that if they let if it let go of this fat, that toxin would now be in your bloodstream, and it's like, hey, yo, uh, I want to live, so I'm not going to release this fat. Right. So we're gonna keep this right here. For sure. So it, your fat, like in in the point, going back to the point of it won't make me fat. Um, it's actually literally using all of your fat and trying to keep that fat in order to protect yourself from these toxins. Yeah. Um, similarly. Like I mentioned, these toxins are acidic in nature and they're eating through the fat walls um, such that your body actually starts pulling water from inside of your muscles mm-hmm. and in, and water that is used to function as a human being in order to support the fat in protecting yourself from these toxins. Yeah. So in addition to additional fat stores that without the toxicity would, would not be needed, you're running inflammation and water into these areas of the body that house these specific toxins mm-hmm. neck flabby arms you know some of these things that that look almost like inhuman or uh, very unnatural very water beddy very water beddy <laughs> um so so like zooming all the way back out and then that and that transitions into you know your veins and your arteries need to circulate blood throughout your body well it becomes significantly more challenging if you're like literally squeezing yeah your body's retaining water and it puts pressure on those arteries and everything and so now you have an increase in things like blood pressure and things like that when then they try to give you a medication they meaning your doctor like oh yeah we'll just get you on a medication when really like you need to truly detoxify your body right so so that information to me has been enough to say, damn it, if it's not in the store, I'm not shopping here. This just happened to us. Right. Yeah. We were just in the store a we few weeks ago. We went to two different stores. Two different stores. Yeah. Because we we got to our favorite little store and they were out of organic chicken. They had conventional, but I we just couldn't go there. We right. couldn't go there because we've been eating 100% organic for a couple months. Now, I would say longer than that, but... Um, and and going, going back, like... It's not just because I don't want to be fat. <laughs> like, I, I realize all the reasons that this stuff yeah. is bad for me. That was the, like, elementary thinking that you were but having. But my justification for, at times, not yeah. intentionally and consciously <clears throat> choosing better food quality was, yeah. eh, well, it's not going to make me fat, at least. At uh, least it's yeah. not going to make I me mean, fat. I mean, once you understand the, the biology of it and what's actually happening inside of your body, it becomes more of, like damn, I don't want to put my body through that. That's really like, that's why I quit drinking alcohol completely was like, this is actually really unkind to my body. I'm I'm not going to do it just because somebody expects me to at happy hour. Like, I don't want to put my body through that. Totally. Um, yeah. yeah. So, so, I mean, that's essentially it on this one. What I'd love to do is provide some resources uh, for people who are similarly like, damn, okay, this really resonates. One is just Everything we talk about from a, a supplement standpoint, you know, you can't go wrong starting with something like Organifi, um, medicinal mushrooms through real mushrooms, um, through HCC. Similarly, go back and we'll drop it in the show notes, um, episodes with Emily, uh, Emily Morrow. Morrow. Mm-hmm. This is like her sweet spot. Yeah. And Dr. Jabin Moore, mm-hmm. the, the episode where it's uh, fat loss resistance um, and we actually talk about this because it's such, he's, he's an incredible doctor. Um, but he deals with a lot of people, mostly females who have done everything. They've tried every diet. They've tried every harsh workout regimen out there 
<clears throat> and nothing seems to work. You know, they're on 500 calories a day and they still can't lose weight. And it's because of this. Their toxicity buckets are really full. And so he works with them going up this, you know, this order of operations, this ladder of detoxification and teaches them really, you know, and this is something that I want to address because I've dealt with this in my own life. Um, and I think a lot of women listening can probably identify with this, looking at yourself in the mirror and being kind of frustrated at like, hey, I should be leaner than this. I eat super healthy. I work out five, six mm. times a week hard. Why am I not one losing weight or why am I not leaner than this? And just being kind of confused and or angry at your body, like it's not performing well enough for you. Yeah. And then that promotes some level of distrust in your body and even to I would say the extreme of hating your body or having shame or whatever around how your body is and that obviously won't help anything but I think once we can understand why your body might be holding on to fat in certain areas in a protective way not like insulation or oh I'm going to protect you when you fall something it's actually protecting your insides from the right. toxins that could be stored in there. So I think something that's important for women especially is to adopt this attitude of curiosity rather than hate or shame or yeah. distrust in the body. It's like, no homegirl, your body is infinitely wise and that's why you have stored fat. Totally. Yeah. So I think adopting that curiosity, you don't have to go straight from I hate my body. I hate my fat too. Oh, I love my body. I love this excess fat that I have. But that middle ground can be curiosity. And yeah. that's where magic can happen. One of the questions that I get basically every single day is, Hey Mimi, is this a good mushroom product? It's usually accompanied by a picture of company X mushroom product. And this person wants my help in deciding if they should keep using it or buy it for the first time. There are new mushroom companies popping up all the time as medicinal mushrooms become more and more popular. And nine times out of 10, I have to be the bearer of bad news and let the person who's asking me know that the pure mushroom product they thought they were getting actually has a lot of grains, oats, or rice in it, which act as fillers and bulk up the product. I know, not awesome. But then I get to be the bearer of good news and let this person know that there are companies that are creating incredible mushroom extracts. My favorite is Real Mushrooms. Real Mushroom products are exactly that, Real Mushrooms. They are organic, non-GMO, gluten-free, and third-party tested multiple times for their scientifically verified active compounds. No grain, no starch, no fillers, just real mushrooms. My favorite right now are the lion's mane and chaga extract powders, but they also have capsules for you if you're on the go. To get some real mushrooms in your beautiful body, go to realmushrooms.com slash Mimi to receive your hefty discount, or just check the show notes below for the link. Bringing you only the best. Cheers, boo. Yeah, I... I love that that reframe and that narrative. Um, think about the way that your body is functioning with this toxicity and in in, in its use of fat. Um, animal, animals the same way. And if you're taking on conventional meat that has fat in it, I mean, think about how much toxicity is in the fat of that meat as well yeah. that you're then putting in your body. You are what you eat. Yeah. Ate. <laughs> and you are what you don't uh, <laughs> expel through right. proper elimination. Uh, elimination. Yeah. Um, you know, the other thing I would say is, is like I said, sh fat should not be shamed. Fat is, is beautiful. And um, not just like aesthetically, uh, but, but the use of fat for fuel in your body is such a superpower. And if you're, if you're forcing it to deal with toxicity instead of mm -hmm. um, fuel for your brain, uh, it, it's an incredible, um, fire for endurance type activities in your life, whether that be mentally or physically. Um, so reframe your, your view on fat and put your fat to work uh, in ways that are, are contributing to a beautiful, healthy life. Love it. Mm. What's, uh, what's number two on your list of fudge ups? All right. Big fudge up here. <laughs> 
Using an app <laughs> or a scale is the best way to track my health. Mm, wrong answer. Wrong answer. <laughs> yes. Can you say it one more time? Using an app or a scale is the best way to track my health. Is it not? Is it not? Um, so I don't want to beat up on on some really cool tools that are out there. Uh, you know, MyFitnessPal, um, Fujicate, some of these other cool like mechanisms for tracking your diet and exercise routines and practices. Um, even using you know scale traditional scales for measuring your weight, tape measures for your your different um, body measurements, like your penis. <laughs> <He's joking. laughs> um, I like how you said your, your to me. ladies. Um, <laughs> but it's actually kind of the priority of these things. Those tools are awesome, right? But they shouldn't be your North Star. Right. They shouldn't be your guiding light. I think that they can be used well in short duration, almost like a sprint. Right. You're not going to use them in the marathon of your life, but if you are... Um, switching things up and getting healthy and you're just learning and you're just starting your, you know, health journey and you have no idea how many grams of sugar are in a Chips Ahoy cookie or whatever. Like it's, it can't, they can be really amazing tools for quick sprints, totally, but not for life. And a lot of times they can indicate, they can be used sufficiently and they may indicate something awesome. Like, if it says it's going to be 75 degrees and sunny in San Diego, I'm pretty sure it's going to be a good day. Mm-hmm. Um, similarly, you could look at your meal plan. You could look at the scale and a couple of those data points and be like, man, that's I'm pretty healthy. I think you can come to the same conclusion. However, just because they may not show, just it might be 60 degrees and sunny. That doesn't mean it's going to be a shitty day in mm-hmm. San Diego, right? right? Mm-hmm. Like you can still have a fantastic day. And I think... In the, and it comes down to measuring yourself mm-hmm. intuitively. Yeah, understanding your body. Understanding your body. Um, and so for so my question for you is what do you, instead of these kind of external measurements, whether that be through an application or uh, a scale, what are some of the things that actually you prioritize for your health tracking? Yeah. Well, I definitely, uh, I've been the type, um, if there's anyone out there logging every bite of food in my fitness pal, been there, done that. Um, it's a pretty miserable way to live. Although in the, when you're in it, you're like, Oh, I'm really, I'm being really good. I'm being really successful. I'm good at this. And it's just, oh, this- I used to keep a, I used to keep an Excel spreadsheet that had, yeah. that had the weeks on it and it would have every calorie and macronutrient logged. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy because you can't do that forever. And, um, so graduating out of that and using my body, um, you know, uh, intuitively and understanding it intuitively, I'm not perfect, but I, I would say that I have a pretty good grasp on what my baseline of feeling good is on a, you know, a a great day, how I feel internally and how I, you know, look and everything. Um, you know, whether that be like skin or just like how I'm fitting in my clothes but probably some of the main ones, I mean, the first one I thought of was poop. Yeah. <laughs> was We talked about it already a little bit, but like elimination. And, um, you know, it's kind of like, I don't know if, if people are talking about it more. I think we're in a little bubble where poop is normal to talk about because we're just in the health and wellness space all the time. Mm-hmm. We love poop. We love poop. Um, that emoji is always in my top used um, <laughs> emojis, by the way. Um, so honestly, like I pay attention to that and I, every, like if I usually every day, I don't need to go into my like details of my, my practices, everybody, but it is something that you should keep in mind. If you, that is the absolute first step in detoxification is opening up drainage and elimination pathways, your lymph, your mitochondria, your sweat, your breath and your poop mm-hmm. and obviously pee. Um, and if those pathways are not open and functioning well, it doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter if you, if you do a heavy metal detox, it doesn't matter if you detox parasites, it doesn't matter if you get rid of Lyme, if you don't have a way for your body to get rid of those toxins and get rid of those pathogens and, 
um, you know, toxicities, they're just going to pile up in your body in another place. Yeah. It's just going to manifest into another symptom. So understanding how your body works and making sure that like my drainage pathways are opened up, um, in an optimal way. So I, yeah, I pay attention to that. If I go a, a whole morning without pooping and I haven't pooped all day, I, it's like something to talk about at the dinner table for you and I. We're like, yeah. what the heck? I didn't poop today. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and it, it leads you into like, huh, what did I do differently? Did I eat out the night before? That's usually what it is for me. If we go and we have, you know, a, 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 an indulgent meal or we're eating at a friend's house and I eat maybe some foods that I wouldn't normally eat and I don't get as many like leafy greens or veggies or, or high quality proteins in my body, um, then things don't flush out the same way. Uh, that's what I've noticed within myself. So poop is definitely a very, very, very important one. Um, I'll let yeah, you know. Yeah, regularity, what's it look like? Um, yeah, take a look at your poop, man. It's... Uh... <laughs> It's pretty informative. You don't have to study it like under a microscope, but just be aware of it. And um, it can tell you a lot. Yeah. And there's, there's some good charts out there if you're interested on what yeah. a healthy poop actually looks like. But you should be going at least, at least once a day. Yeah, for sure. Um, another one that is so important is sleep. Mm -hmm. And this is something I've ignored so much throughout my life. Um I've looked to my Apple Watch to determine whether or not a day was a successful like health day and that be through steps and workouts and then complemented by like a food tracker. Rather, it should start with how rested do I feel when I wake up? Yeah. Um, that is definitely one of them. So so I'm not a sleep expert by any means. We definitely uh, have it on our to-do list to get a sleep expert on the podcast. Mm -hmm. um, but getting at the minimum checking in with myself to start the day as to whether, Hey man, is this the day for like a high intensity workout or is this the day that's a little more anabolic in nature, a little more restful in nature, a little more, um, of the yang, mm -hmm. uh, where, where it's more <clears throat> parasympathetic. Um, so sleep is definitely one of them. You know, the other one, and we talk, we've talked about it with our body 2021, and that would be how am I showing up in my relationships, yeah, work relationships, friend relationships, romantic relationships, family, because so many times what ends up manifesting for me in my interactions with other human beings is an imbalance in my own health. Maybe I'm fasted and I worked out and I my body is so catabolic that it's driving cortisol throughout my entire system. And it's showing up in me being kind of an asshole or kind of short or having like severe hunger cravings or something. Yeah. Um, and so checking in with how my relationships are and being the observer to my mm -hmm. uh, actions and behaviors. So before, again, some of these things can be compliments. And I would actually flip this around. I'm not saying that apps and scales and, and tracking devices like an Apple Watch or some of these other really awesome ones, Aura Rings, are bad. Actually, they should be the secondary piece. Yeah. So have a, you have a good day. You're like, wow, I slept well. I don't have a stomachache. I pooped pretty well. And I'm really lit up by my human interaction today. Let me go look at the stats and see what my stats show mm -hmm. on my Apple Watch, yeah. on my food log, and on the scale. Yeah, I'm going gonna, gonna to highlight these and jot a little note down that says, yo, dude, this was a great day. Yeah, you kind of like work backwards a yeah. little bit and like... Oh yeah, yeah. I think that that's a great idea. Yeah. Yep. So that's kind of my my thoughts on how you can kind of pivot this language into something that's a little more healthy and definitely for me a fuck up in the past. Yeah, for sure. And there's so many. There's so many more things that you can uh, examine in yourself. Um, I another one for me is how do I feel after uh, after a meal? You know. Yeah. Like. Do I feel bloated? Do I feel extremely full? Is my stomach hard? Do I have a stomach ache? Do I feel drowsy? Do I feel energized? Totally. And I, I don't think that that happens enough for people. Understanding that like your food, your calories, um, you know, it should ultimately give you energy. So you shouldn't be like drowsy AF right after you eat. Um, you should have a little bit of like energy and you sh absolutely should no have no like gut uh, 
dysfunction or like um, symptoms, you know, like, oh, I bloat up, like yeah. pay attention to that. Seriously. And again, like that's what you should log. Yeah. F- uh, in correlation with the food yeah. is, okay, I just went hard in the paint. On Brussels sprouts. On Brussels sprouts. <laughs> and I just turned into a hot air balloon. <laughs> I floated away I like floated Aunt Marge. I floated away like Aunt Marge in Harry Potter. And Prisoner of Azkaban. Prisoner of Azkaban. Uh, another one that I haven't mentioned yet and is so critically important is your sex drive and your yeah. sex organs. Oh, absolutely. Do I have a morning wood? If I do, great. <laughs> that is like, I'm not, I'm not saying that's an infrequent event. It, it's the majority of time. Um, <laughs> just so you all just know. Just so you guys know. Just so you all know um, how but, awesome But to I me, am. that means I'm producing my sex hormones uh, naturally. You're not overstressed. My, not overstressed. Um, I'm, I'm anabolic. I'm actually building muscle in addition to having that raging okay god oh, sorry yeah. um but th- check in with yourself on that as well sex drive like are you in the mood yeah. and for, for me women i should too, be all the time because it's not freaking beautiful thanks babe yeah. wait i missed that i said are you in the mood because you yeah. should be all the time if you're somebody like me who lives with a freaking dime like thanks, you babe. yeah you bet yeah me too yeah. um but for women too like i think that there's this kind of like myth that Oh, sex drive is for men and women just kind of like give it to them as a like, okay, you were good. Here you go. I'll do my, I'll do my duty. Um, but no, that's absolutely not the case. Um, I think that you men have a little bit more of, uh, I would say a lot more like physical indicators that you can look, literally look to. Mm To find out, you know, women, it's more of like, let me check in and see how I'm feeling. You're not going to necessarily see anything, but it it's it can definitely change. And that's, I think, too, related not only to your, your health, but it's completely related to everything. All of this is so holistic. It's everything is related right. to everything. That sex drive is also related to how you're showing up for your partner in relationship it's not just like well what are these other stress factors and things like that like and your own <clears> self <throat> your own self yeah yeah that, that conversation you're having with yourself totally um i mean chemically hormonally <clears throat> deficiency in sex hormones can contribute to depression mm-hmm. um similarly it, it can be a negative story that you're or a negative conversation that you're having with yourself if you, if you don't feel like you're right. in the mood if you're, or if you don't feel like you're functioning properly and that's totally yeah. fine um but it's a, again a data point for making course corrections on and then saying wow let me go look at my food log because mm-hmm. i'm either feeling you know this particular way which is negative or this particular way which is freaking positive and i want to either highlight or cross out those things that i'm logging that go along with it yeah yeah so good. Mm. <clears throat> the last one, the last health screw up, uh, something <laughs> that I definitely have told myself a lot in the past. And that is the more I work out, the better shape I'll be in. What? That's not true. It's not true. <clears throat> the amount of times that I had a goal in mind for what I wanted to look like or feel like. Yeah. And what I told myself in my own head was, I'm just going to work out harder, mm-hmm. more, lift more, run more, walk more, um, eat more or less, um, but do do more of something yeah. to get to the goal. Man, it's countless. And it still happens. in That, that story in my head still happens. <laughs> I just thought of a really funny memory. <laughs> do you remember when um, we would <clears throat> we would go on walks together and... You know, we're just walking at a a semi-fast pace and you would actually jog slowly mm-hmm. instead of walk. A jog, so I we'd do be jumping going, jacks. We'd yeah. be going the same speed. I'm walking fairly fast and you're, you, you know, thought you should be jogging just to do more. For sure. That was Or, I, or I'll intense. put a weighted vest on anything. Yeah. I, I used to keep a weighted vest around and I'd be like, oh, we're going for a walk? Cool. I'll just throw it on real quick. No problem. Just this constant, like, I need to do more, 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 mm-hmm. more, more, more. Yeah. Um, so educate us a little bit on why potentially working out more uh, than you than you need to is actually not indicative of getting in better shape. 
Yeah, I mean, well, rest is so important. The the um, rejuvenation part, the, the time that you allow your body to rest is when you really get in shape. You know, there's that funny meme that's like, you don't get in shape in the gym, you get in shape in your bed. And I suppose someone could insert like a funny sexual innuendo there. But what they mean is like with your sleep and your relaxation and your rest, like if you're not sleeping, you're not allowing your body that um, <clears throat> detoxification time and downtime to really repair. The time that you're allowing your body to actually repair is when your muscles get bigger. It's when your body like is able to really like soak in what you did, you know, that lift or that run or that whatever insert, you know, yoga. And, um, I think that I've definitely been here where, oh, I guess I just, okay. So to be super lean, to be in shape. Okay. So I have to work out twice a day. Okay. Yeah. I can do that. Yeah. And I did it for a long time and it wasn't twice a day every day, but it, at least three or four times a week. It was, I was getting up at 5 a.m. Instead of getting an extra hour of sleep, I would go downstairs in our little gym and do a, you know, a HIIT workout. Um, I would get some cardio in before work. Then I would walk to work. Then I would have a very active day as a dental hygienist, and I would stand during my cleanings instead of sitting because sitting is the new smoking, right? And then I would walk home and then I would immediately change my workout stuff and go to another gym. So all of that, you know, I was able, yeah, I got super lean, but it was because my body was so deficient in so many different things. Yeah, you can, you know, get into a deficit and you can get that external feedback that you're doing something right because, oh girl, you look so good. Oh my God, you're so lean. You look so great. All of that noise just piles on and um, it's really hard to get out of. It's really, really hard once you do see those um, those indicators, that feedback externally. It's really hard to get out of, but especially for women, going excessively, exercising excessively, it's honestly, it's only a matter of time before there are some negative side effects. Yeah. Yeah. So running that type of behavior long-term has such diminishing returns. It's like falling yeah. off a cliff. And, you know, obviously how that works is when you push yourself through the means of exercise past the point of what is good for you. Yeah. Your body over time in short duration, like anything, that little bit of extra stress, uh, will have the, the immediate results that you're probably looking for, hoping for. You might even get that feedback, like you mentioned. However, that's short in duration until you kind of fall off that cliff. Mm -hmm. As you fall off that cliff, it's so easy to just like ramp up even further. But what your body is doing while you do that is it's, is it's taking this metabolic process of converting fuel into energy and it's actually slowing everything mm -hmm. down it's adapting because it's adapting and it's getting worried that you're killing it right so it's like i'm going to start shutting off functions because i need to preserve yeah energy she's obviously very stressed so this is not a good time to have a baby okay i'm going to turn off her period right or even the ability to metabolize food Right. So what you what used to be a normal meal for you will now actually add something to your waistline or to the scale, which is like your goal to avoid to begin with, because of the fact that you're actually uh, resting metabolic rate is slowing so significantly mm -hmm. as you ramp up the exercise that you got to start scaling your food back as well. This is a recipe for what happened to me, which was full adrenal fatigue to the point that although I was completely shredded ripped eating like a horse and working out nonstop at 27 i three months later after hitting full-blown fatigue it was gone mm -hmm. it was i was 25 you couldn't pounds. keep it on i couldn't keep weight on i was skinny as a bone um and and the way that i look at this and the thing that's been so helpful for me to visualize is that classic yin and yang yeah um, the classic idea of balance and moderation push and pull there is anabolic practices and there are catabolic practices and this doesn't just mean workouts in the gym this is the way that you sleep 
if I'm not sleeping, that's stress. Yeah. If I'm working out, that's stress. <clears throat> if I'm having toxic relationships that are revving me up, that is stress. Stress is catabolic. In moderation, it's great. It's stretching that muscle. It's creating those opportunities for growth only when you have literally the matching and corollary complementary The pendulum has to swing exactly the other way. Like that's just how it works in nature. Anabolic. That is sleep. That is nutrition. That is uh, rest. It doesn't have to be sitting on the couch and watching Netflix. It can be a walk instead Mm -hmm. of a sprint. Yeah. Those are so critical that that rest and repair mechanism. One, it keeps your metabolism just firing and happy uh, with you. Um, But the other thing is like, if you have workout goals, understanding instead of saying like exercise goal specifically, talk, look, look at it like a catabolic approach. Okay. Today's a catabolic day. Today's a day where I kind of like amp up the stress. You break things down. You break things down. But with that, be aware of how much you're putting into your life. Because if you have that exercise planned this afternoon, but you've been, you didn't sleep very well mm-hmm. and you, you skipped a, a meal because you're super busy and work is stressful. You may need to dial down that stressful activity via exercise at the yeah. end of the day because your stress bucket has kind of like hit the ceiling. Yeah. Similarly, if you, if you rest too much and you treat yourself like way <laughs> too much, you're going to end up having results that don't serve your ultimate goal Yeah. Um, of being in better shape. So with this, like it's, it's a, it's an idea that I've, that I've still really struggle with because I'll um, look at my watch at the end of the day. And I will go, oh my God, it's actually like 20 steps less than yesterday. I better get out there and do a five minute <laughs> yeah. walk, you know, yeah. like something crazy like that. But that it's about, it's about taking inventory of that push and that pull, that stress and that, that recovery, yeah. the catabolic and the anabolic in synchronicity. They're beautiful. We always say like, I, I think that we've said it before on the podcast, but it's, so true and it's not said enough it's not taught enough because you really can't market it you can't sell it balance and moderation are the key really to health and wellness Mm -hmm. balance and moderation but they're not sellable and they're not sexy right so you're not going to hear them blasting on a commercial. Everybody stay balanced and stay moderate. Yeah. Like, no, that doesn't Don't happen. Don't buy too much of this. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Like, you're going to want to put the bag down after three bites. Right. That doesn't happen. Um, so, yeah, I think that the, the, the yin and the yang is so woke. It's, it's everything. You can apply that to everything that's that's the masculine and the feminine the yin and the yang the Mm -hmm. polarity that makes this dance of life beautiful yep yeah yeah this trickles into into everything we love to use health and wellness as a talking point for so many lessons and so many things and it has been for us i'm able to learn things about myself spiritually i'm able to even walk through challenges whether that be through business or relationship using um, health and wellness as this sort of like metaphorical, um, or this analogy that I can Mm -hmm. find meaning towards that resonates with me. Hopefully it does with, with listeners as well. Well, it's like everyone has a body, everyone has to eat, everyone moves to some degree. So Mm -hmm. it's like when you talk about health and wellness and you use analogies of like working out or diet or nutrition or whatever, it's like, they're so easily graspable because every, basically everyone does it to some degree. Totally. So, yeah, so hopefully this is, has been helpful. Um, let us know what you guys are thinking, some of the things that you've potentially told yourself or heard others say, and whether you know their fuck-ups or whether you're wondering, let us know. Yeah, and it doesn't, you know, if we spoke to something that, you know, we referred to as a screw-up or a fudge-up or a misconception, and that's currently where you are in your journey, it doesn't mean that you're, you're um, ignorant or anything like that. Like, we're we just happened to get to that part of the, our journey mm. earlier, yeah. you know, and I got a, a great reminder. I just, you know, saw, I was watching some girl's story and she was talking about, you know, people who, you know, uh, kind of preach to others and say like, you shouldn't be doing this or you should be doing this or whatever. And it's like, actually, if you zoom out and take a grander approach and, and look at it from higher up, that person 
you know, is on their own trajectory, their own journey. And just because they're not at the exact point that you are in your, in your transformation or your journey, or you're just your thing called life doesn't mean that it's wrong. Yeah. It just means that they're maybe two steps behind or two steps forward or whatever. And mm-hmm. it's, it's a really good reminder to just like where you're at is exactly where you're supposed to be. And you're hearing this podcast for a reason. It may not land with you if you're not ready to adopt some of the maybe more balanced and more moderate approaches. If you're not ready, you're, it won't land. But the things that do land, take note of those mm-hmm. and just start to tell your brain that they're important and you'll see more opportunities for change in, and, op- and opportunities for growth in your life in those areas. Totally. Mm. Yeah. Love it. Perfectly said. Thanks, babe. What for you? (laughs) What for you, my love, is the medicine today? The medicine for me today is I am intentionally, it's been, um, it's been like four or five days since I've had a nice little evening walk before Mm. dinner. Yeah. And my medicine for me tonight, it's been a very busy week, both uh professionally and um just so much sexually fun sexually <laughs> uh, as well as just so much fun we've had in our, our personal life that we're just constantly cruising around different places and um tonight i'm going to take a minute to walk down to the water mm. and um just sit in gratitude for my life and uh i love to do that before a meal i love to see the ocean and the water and get my body synchronized with mother gaia before mm-hmm. i eat and Another, speaking of stress, don't eat stressed, people. Your yeah. your body shuts off its ability to, one, just be in gratitude, and, and yeah. uh, but two, just to digest food properly. So make sure you're in an anabolic rest and recovery phase while you are consuming yeah. food, even if that means, like, I'm so stressed out that I need to go eat my food next to, like, a waterfall, like, yeah. like something like that. Take, take even just measures. taking three deep breaths. Yeah, for sure closing your eyes yeah so with that i'm gonna i'm gonna have my evening pre-dinner walk and hopefully you'll join me i was gonna say am Mm. i invited yes and what my love for you is your medicine today my medicine already happened we are recording this later in the afternoon and this morning it was such a treat to be able to sleep in an extra hour Mm. And really kind of start my morning slowly and uh, just be kind to my body and just listen to what it wanted. And um, I uh, I got to go down and swim in our little pool and do some do a little swim. It wasn't even a workout because it was so restorative. Mm. You know, it was definitely that, I don't know if it's the yin. The yin is in, right? Mm. You're working in. Yep. Yeah, so it was definitely more of the yin. I started my cycle yesterday, and I just was feeling kind of like blah. And I just wanted to be really kind to myself. And swimming in the sunshine, like treading water with this morning sun hitting my face, and there's birds up on the fence just chirping at me, was like, is this is this real life right mm-hmm. now? Like, it was just so wonderful. It makes me so happy to see that you are finding swimming and, and being in the water for the purpose of exercise, uh, so fruitful because it's been just an absolute life-changing experience for me to do exercise in a pool or in the ocean or in a lake. And it's just rewarding for me to watch you do that. Oh, it's so beautiful. And like you said, this is what's so great about this idea of the push and the pull and the catabolic and the anabolic and the rest and the recovery uh, after stress is you can get creative with things like you can still be active for the junkies yeah. like you and I who who want to keep moving. But you can do it in a way that is restorative yeah. and that is healing. Yeah. All you ladies, I challenge you or invite you rather. I invite you to, you know, if, you, if you're if you wanting to find um, maybe a new practice uh, on your cycle and you want to be kind to your body, swimming was is amazing. And it's, you know, there's zero resistance. You don't really sweat at all. And you're just moving. You're, you're able to move your body. 
and not, um, and also I think it's, it's sort of like relief on, because you're weightless. Mm -hmm. And so it's relief, whether you're feeling some level of like cramps or bloating or anything like that. Like you have access to a pool, hit it up. Yeah. Yeah. Hit it up. Get yourself some, um, chlorine protecting lotions and or, uh, oils or find yourself some fresh water, um, and, or get yourself some nice, like binding supplements to get some of that chlorine off some binders so yeah all right you guys thanks so much for joining us under the red hat i hope you got some nuggets out of this and just remember that no matter where you're at in your journey that is life is perfect and you're exactly where you should be and uh you can always hit us up i am at mimi underscore the medicine on instagram and chase is at the chasen one we love to hear if you're listening and uh who's listening and what you got out of it um you can always tag us and reshare and we will enter you into our uh, weekly giveaways so go out and have an amazing week go spread some light and we'll talk to you next time okay bye if you liked this episode make sure you hit that subscribe button in apple podcasts spotify or wherever you prefer to listen this will ensure that every episode drops into your library automatically and if you have a recommendation for a podcast guest or topic you can always email the medicine podcast at gmail.com remember there's no e at the end of medicine and let us know your big idea we would love to hear from you until next time cheers boo